Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Happiness Habits Transformation Podcast, the place to discover the happiness habits that an inspiring women have used to transform their daily routines, bringing them clarity, peace, and joy. I'm your host, Michelle Reeve, former life coach and author of the Happiness Habits Transformation. In today's episode, my guest Neela Mystery shares how she overcame huge challenges in her life and work using a framework of supportive habits. Neela is a financial life planner and certified money coach who helps people feel more confident and in control of their finances. She is also one of the fantastic contributors in the second edition of my book, which will be out in 2023. As you'll hear today, Neela's challenges led to a complete lack of self-confidence and in particular, body confidence. In our conversation, you'll learn what freedom in a framework looks like and how to apply it to your life, the domino habit that helped Neela unlock all the other habits she needed to meet her goals, how to make habits more sustainable by connecting them to your values, and how habit stacking can cement habits into your daily routine. Now, while you're listening today, think about how you can take what you learn and put it into practice. Take action in any way that's meaningful for you. As always, you'll find the links and details of today's show and all the other shows in this series at my website, michellereeveswrites.com forward slash podcast. So Neela, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here because your story is such an interesting one. You've had a lot of challenges to overcome and they haven't been short-term challenges we're talking challenges over a long period of time it's like a seven-year journey for you so let first off let let you know let's go ahead and introduce you so tell us a bit about you you know who you are what you do and then let's get into some of those challenges that you've had to overcome brilliant thank you Michelle thank you for having me here it's such a pleasure um my name is Neela Mystery and I live in Essex with my husband and two children I'm originally from Leicester and, um, and I'm a financial life planner. So what I do is help um, my clients to master their finances so they can live a life of freedom without worrying about money. Um, I've been a financial advisor for over 30 years. So um, yeah, that's just showing my age, isn't it? <laughs> so there we go. So that's, that's a little bit about me. Um, yeah, my journey is you know, the journey to um, where I'm at now, I mean, I'm in a great place now, I I run my own business, I've got, you know, the the kids are happy, my husband, um, you know, works and in in the financial services industry as well, but he's more in designing. So life couldn't be better. But um, having said that, you know, it hasn't always been easy, you know, uh, even going back to even my childhood. And uh, but more so, I think the the, the real crux was not long after the 2008 crash. You know, that, that was a big turning point for me. Um, uh, when the markets went down, there was lots of things that happened. My husband was out of work. Um, I had to close down my business. I only just had um, uh, my daughter a couple of years. So there was lots of challenges going along, along um, around that time. And that didn't... Um, it had an impact on my mindset, the way I was feeling about myself. And naturally I fell into a lot of uh, old habits um, that really didn't serve me. You know, things things that used to happen when I was a child, I used to 
if I didn't feel great about myself, you know, I would turn to food. Food used to be my mm. comfort. Um, yeah. yeah. So, and, and my parents, you know, love language was food. So if anything, you know, if we were feeling upset about anything, um, my parents would say, oh, you know, let me make you something. Let me, and everything will be fine. Everything will feel better again. So, so that was my sort of, um, that's what I turned to. And, uh, and it didn't have a great impact because, you know, moving forward that I just, I just felt like I was going into like a spiral. I felt sorry for myself. I thought I can't get out of this. How am I going to, you know, run my business? My clients are going to lose, lose faith. And, um, I literally had to start all over again. And, um, and this meant reaching out to um, another financial planner so that I could work with him. And, um, and there was a lot of, you know, I didn't feel great about myself. I felt quite ashamed. And I thought, what will my clients think of me um, if anything like this happened? And um, sorry about that. I think I just needed to switch that off. That's right. um, and yeah, where was I? Um, yeah, just going back to my uh, situation, I, I joined a financial planning company um, just to get myself back on track so that at least I had an avenue to be able to give advice to my clients. So there was continuity um, around that time. And uh, so my confidence was all blown. It completely went out the window. I, um, I started, you know, I started, um, I wasn't looking after myself. Um, I wasn't planning my food. I was uh, eat. My eating had sort of spiraled out of control, and um, and I started to gain weight. Um, and uh, and then after having children, it's always that that old chestnut. Oh, okay. So I've had children. So and then you make up that story or that excuse that you know that's the reason why I can't shift my weight. Um, um, but anyway, things did change. I mean. The, the, the sort of the, the weight side of things hadn't changed, but I did get to a point where I could run my business more efficiently. I got the additional qualifications that I needed to, to get at the time. And, um, and one of the things that happened, I remember Layla was about three years old and I was taking my son to a local uh, maths Kumon center. And even though things were good, you know, money was coming in, uh, my business was going really well um my my clients were happy but there was just something inside of me that didn't wasn't fulfilled there was just something that I couldn't connect with and I didn't know what that was um and and I remember sitting there Layla was watching Peppa Pig on the on the iPad and and I just thought if I don't do anything about this then um I'm just going to be stuck I just felt really stuck so I came across um, the Kinder Institute, which was uh, it's a life planning institute run by a gentleman called George Kinder. And I, I saw that there was a two day workshop running and and I'd, I'd heard people talking about it, but I, I was really curious. So I called them. I rang them up. I rang a representative and I asked him what it was all about. And he says, this program will change your life. It will transform something within you and you will know whether you want to continue in this industry or whether you want to do something different. So, and that's what I did. I called them and then I booked onto the two day course. And then I booked onto the five day course and I found a way to sort of even finance it, even though it was, it was quite a lot of, it was a big investment at the time. And, 
I think that was that was a turning point for me and uh, and I it was the um, the life planning course that changed the way I wanted my life to look you know all of a sudden I had a I had a vision and the vision was you know to be happy again to be fulfilled to be content to be happy for me and my family and having gone on that journey and having done various uh, personal development self-development and working on my health and body and mind I've now got to where I am I love that so much Nina and I love your story because you know it speaks so much to um, investing in yourself and making a commitment to yourself and 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 I guess taking responsibility for that which is kind of what you did right when I was the same you know when I was going through postnatal depression I, I was not taking responsibility really you know for myself I didn't really have felt I didn't have the energy to take responsibility for myself but but I think when we do take responsibility and and we do start to invest in ourselves whether that's time or money or you know whatever it is that that speaks to you and and you create that vision that is what then inspires you to take the steps you need to take to get where you want to to get to do you think that's true that is it that vision that really inspired you yeah because if you um without any kind of vision or goals or you know just just the steps that you need to take you know we're all coasting aren't we 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 pretty much coast without any kind of any kind of purpose and then and then when things don't happen the way we want them to we get frustrated we get angry with ourselves we we it impacts our the way we talk to our husbands or wives or our families and our children and then it's you know and it doesn't feel great so but if we can shine some light on when we do feel that way um what i found was i thought okay well this is how i'm feeling this is the frustration that's coming up so how do i work with this what's going to help me and if we can find a tool or a strategy that helps us get out of that sort of feeling that is just going to move us forward into something even better that's going to inspire us that's going to move you forward to your goal you know whatever that is and um and it's it's just having a strategy for those thoughts to start with but yeah it will it will inspire us to um think right okay where do we want to go and it always starts with that vision um and one of the things that i noticed with uh, when I was when I did my life planning course, we get to sit in that seat and be life planned ourselves, and it was really tough because there are there are times when you think, well, hang on a minute, you know, it can't happen for me. I I don't know how to dream again. I I totally forgot. It felt like there was this huge block, and and to actually just sit down with a pen and paper and write down what I wanted, I, I just couldn't do it. But it's just becoming aware that I was feeling stuck and what it was that was getting in the way of that. So it is, we, the, the other things that need to happen, we need to release those emotions. We have to, whether it's creating movement or whether it's um, crying or whether it's laughing or whether it's connecting or talking to somebody, we have to just dispel or disperse that feeling that we have in our chest. Because unless we, um, if we don't disperse those blocks, we, we haven't got the freedom you know, to be able to, to create those dreams and you know when I've worked with my 
financial coach and, and planner, you know, I think the thing that came up for us or for me was, you know, I've always, you know, I've always strived towards freedom. For me, it was always about feeling free. And um, so I've now created this freedom within a framework. So it's great to have a structure, isn't it? Because hundred oh, percent. Yeah. It's like when we're born, we're, we're kids. And, you know, we, when we have our babies, it's about saying, well, okay, well, we feed them well, six or seven times a day. You know, as soon as they've been fed, they'll fall asleep. They'll wake up, they'll have a play and, you know, then we'll feed them and then they get tired again and then they go to sleep again. So without even realizing, you know, we're, we're, we're in a routine from the moment we are born, our lives are always in preparation uh, for that next thing. So as kids, we, we, we sort of want to know what's coming next. And if we don't know what's coming next, we just feel a bit lost. I think that happens to all of us. It happens to our, our kids, even me, you know, and even, even my clients. So. 100% oh 100% so much to un, unpack there first of all you said something that really spoke to me which was um that kind of frustration we get when we don't get what we expected and yeah. I think there's something about our expectations and 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 then I think speaking just a bit to your 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 past and kind of what you were saying about not feeling confident is there something there and I don't know if you experienced this with any of your clients but something about expectations and whether or not we feel deep inside ourselves that we deserve that outcome yeah that 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 deserving and that feeling of whether I'm good enough um those sort of feelings are like turmoil isn't it they're the things that they're the things that talk to us when when um and and our expectations are you know is it expectations of ourselves or is it other people is it what it can be everything I think it's expectations of our life of the way we think our life's gonna go you know yeah And, and a lot of that comes from you know some of it can come from our past from our, our our families from other people's expectations of us you know yeah. looking at the way other people are but there's something you said about um not having confidence and yeah. you know when we don't have that inner confidence and, and maybe we can talk in a minute about what gave you that confidence because I know you kind of had a there was another habit you started that became that yeah. knocked down that pillar that opened everything up and I think it's so interesting to find that that habit that you need to create that then knocks down all those other problems yeah. you know, knocks down all those other I kind of think of them as like you know when you go bowling all those skittles and if you hit the right pin at the at the at the front everything else opens up and they all go down yeah. um and it and it and I think that whole thing about confidence and having that confidence in yourself and having if you have the confidence with the vision then you do start to feel like you deserve something yeah I think I think the biggest opener for me was uh, last year I mean last year I embarked on um, my journey with the the six-pack revolution and and weight has been something that I've always had to deal with since my younger days and as I said to you earlier you know my 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 place of comfort was always food Mm. so you know since my you know teens I've always been on the the, the cuddly side you know my mum and dad worked in biscuit factories as well so 
you know, that was that was my go to. My biscuits were my go to. And, you know, my weight yo-yoed until my early 20s. I, I like you said, the, that frustration, it was this frustration. I felt really uncomfortable. I was really unhappy. And um, and it did affected my relationships. I, you know, I, you know, even when I had my previous boyfriends, I'd feel quite jealous. I'd I'd feel like, you know, is there something better? You know, does he like somebody else more than he likes me? Um, I just noticed my own insecurities and um, in, in many ways, even my sort of confidence in my work, I was quite quiet. I'd be happy to be just behind the scenes and, and just work one-to-one -one with my clients. So, um, you know, there was, there was lots of ways it was impacting. And I joined the gym, I'd done Weight Watchers and I'd done various different sort of slimming uh, things over the years. But I think, you know, last year was the big thing. It was a crux. I was about to turn, um, I was going to turn 50 at the end of lockdown. And I was so disappointed with myself. I thought, oh my God. And, and I'm going to say this term, I felt fat at 50. I thought I've let myself down, you know, and I wanted to inspire my children and let them learn from me. Um, and then something clicked enough was enough I remember just going for a walk not having a great day and I thought I was scrolling on your phone you know on my phone as you do and and I came across this program and I thought right what have I got to lose you know it's a small investment for a, a, a big return and um, let's just do it so I made the commitment I think that's that was the first step I made the commitment I did not have a clue what it would involve um I read about it afterwards once I'd signed up um and then it was a then it was a game changer because once I started the program I fell in love with it you know it was a combination of mindset combination of nutrition and some exercises and they were all laid out for you there was a structure there was a framework and like I told you I do love freedom within a framework so mm. to have the freedom to be able to eat and uh, manage my sort of recipes because I do love cooking so um being able to be creative and 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 be in charge of the way I wanted to eat that that was amazing and it was it was just incredible I I found that within the first sprint it's a 75 day sprint the first sprint I lost a stone and a half so wow what is that in pounds that's like 14 that's like 21 pounds um in my first sprint by the second sprint I'd lost another um 12 pounds and then by the third sprint I'd lost another seven pounds in the last sprint so I lost a total of three stone so by the, yeah literally day before my 51st birthday I I hit my goal I hit my target that's so inspiring and this this phrase I love this phrase, freedom within a framework. I think it's fantastic. And I guess it's it's kind of what my happiness gave me when yeah. I was struggling. It gave me a framework. It was yeah. the, the eight things that I promised myself I would do every day. And that was my framework. And I, you know, I guess with those habits, they can be as, uh, you know, a, a loose framework. So you can choose how you do it. So you can Absolutely. practice gratitude in a different way each day. You can move your body in a different way. You know, it's not meant to be a straight jacket that you you have to put on every day because you just won't be consistent with that. And yeah. I think that yeah, I'd love to talk to you about consistency because you you made that, you know, that habit moving your body daily, which is like my fourth habit. You made that consistent. What was different 
about about making it a habit this time that worked over all the other times that you tried to start that habit so the biggest realization was that I'd actually fallen out of love with myself Mm. and I didn't like me didn't like the way I looked didn't like how it made me feel on the inside and they spiraled all those feelings of not being good enough not you know that everybody else is better than me everybody else is doing better than me so once I realized that this you know literally the 27th of November 2021 I I started to love myself more and I could look at myself in the mirror and I felt confident I felt that I could I, I felt inspired I felt that if I can do this, then I know I can inspire other people to do the same. So um, that was the that was the biggest thing uh, for me to when, once I recognised that, and then it started spiralling and impacting all areas of my life. You know, my business, the the way I showed up in my business, my visibility. You know, saying yes to things. You know, um, saying yes to workshops, saying yes to. Um, doing talks saying yes to doing podcast interviews so um, and even you know my family were happier my children were more very inspired you know I have Milan and Layla who you know are really inspired by exercise and and they've now built you know their little sort of routines into their day which is really lovely to see and uh, and we have the odd laugh and the joke and the banter and then they'll take the mickey out of you know my press ups and <laughs> And things like that so it's 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 about I, I think when you when when I think the thing is is about connecting the connection the connection to your vision and once we connect to what really matters to us and why it's important to us then it's far more easier you know we, we use the word align so much in our in our sort of line of work but it, it does we're in sync um, and when your when your values is in sync with what you want to create for our future that that's that's the strongest link and from that that's when our goals are born and Mm. and and as you know you always say goals are brilliant because it gives us that that oomph that pump to get up in the morning and it and that that's the framework isn't it the goals are the structure because they're just the small vehicles that help us get to to where we want to be and um so but the biggest thing is connecting to your vision because when you know what matters to you you feel it you feel it, you breathe it, and and you want more of it, and it makes us happy. I think happiness is is the other thing, and we sort of start to appreciate all the things that you know we have got, but also not what we have got, but where we've come from. Um, and, yeah, that uh, journey and and yeah. going on that journey, and it's something. God, it ties in so many of the things. Um, you know, some of the things that help me personally. So you know. You talked about thought thought awareness, really being aware of the thoughts that you have about yourself and the stories that you create about yourself. And so often we're not aware of those stories. We don't you know, we don't we don't listen to our own internal voice. And and those thoughts are not reality. They're just they are just stories. And we tend to to believe them when when we don't really have any any need to believe them. We can create our own story. We can create our own thoughts about ourselves. So I love that. I love that you use that thought. I mean, that's another of of, of my happiness habits is just being so aware of my thoughts every day, whether that's through journaling or meditating or or whatever it is, how other people do it. There's no, you know, you don't have to do one through another, but just listening to those thoughts 
I think is really important and and you realize that you were not being nice to yourself no and and we always say we wouldn't say it to our best friends would we you know or our uh, kids or or, (laughs) yes absolutely and and that's the that's the that's the sense check I use would I would I say this would would I want my children to say this and if I think the answer is no then I think god I need to be so much more kinder to myself and um and I, I find that with clients you know that my clients will feel you know ashamed or they might feel bad about not dealing with their finances or not looking at their bank statements or not looking at um you know not looking at their expenses because they feel bad about you know the way they've been doing things there's so much information out there they get overwhelmed and then the sort of natural thing happens and they don't do anything so um it's so important for you know for you know to have that awareness and um and knowing knowing ourselves is is the start isn't it is it is it aristotle that says to know thyself is to the beginning of all wisdom so i think that's where it starts we have to just be able to give ourselves space to um to reflect and think right okay what's going on with me right now and what is it that i need and Mm. we don't do that self-talk enough I think we're constantly looking externally or constantly moving on to the next thing that needs to be done because we're being busy. But I think we do, we get further um, towards our goals when we do less, less is more. So mm-hmm. when we just take that moment to just stop and notice, become aware, we can create the space um, for what we need. so true and that review piece is so so important on a daily weekly monthly quarterly annually I know you're really big on doing those reviews I know you do them with your clients as well as with yourself and and it is it is so it is so important to try and find the time to do that and and it speaks a bit to um something else I wanted to touch on with you because I know so many people struggle with this and I've had readers say to me you know I really love all the habits and I would love to create this habit or that habit um but I just I start it and then I'm just not consistent with it so yeah like what helped you to be consistent how did you kind of shoehorn you know the if you like the the big habit that knocked all the other habits down which was investing in yourself and moving your body every day how did you yeah. kind of shoehorn that into what is obviously a really busy routine, a busy day with kids and running your own business and, yeah. and, and, and what have you? So how did you kind of make that shift to it being a part of your routine? Yeah, it's not easy, is it? Um, when you've got children and uh, school runs uh, in the mix. Um, so one of the OK, so one of the biggest things that I did was things like, OK, so how do I want to plan my weekends so in the weekends I I love cooking so I add you know I do all my batch cooking at weekends um I'll spend time with the kids we'll go walking we'll have time with them we'll banter you know so I think it's that that piece about habit stacking um so one of the things that I do with myself and I also encourage my clients to do is to do what I call a positive focus and what it is it's a combination of what's gone really well in in the past week what's you know what's happened what have been my achievements so once I've set those out then I sort of ask myself the next question why does this matter to me why is this important to me so if I've achieved um 
uh, if I've stayed on plan with my nutrition, for example, why does that matter to me? Well, it matters to me because by staying on plan, I'm feeding my body. I'm setting a great example to my children and my life matters because I want to, I had my children a lot later. So it, it matters to me that I'm around for them a lot longer. So when I connect back to why it's important to me, those sort of things will cement um, uh, much deeper. Um, and then it's, then it's about the next thing. What needs to happen next? What, what, what are the, you know, how am I going to improve on that? Well, I might think, well, okay, um, well, next week I'll plan. What, what, do, what do I want to, what do I want to eat next week? So it's all about planning and I'll, I'll put together a little grid of the, the staple foods that I like to eat and I'll make sure that I batch cook those at the weekend. And then it's a specific action, you know, then it's like, okay, so what's the one thing that's going to move me forward? Well, actually continuing with my batch cooking is going to really help me. So I tend to do that. I do that every Friday and that's something that's really helped me. And then it's about using, so my weekends will be, you know, habit stacking. So it's not about um, try to create, I don't want to create more work for myself. So it's not about creating more tasks. It's about, well, how can I incorporate this in my world? So one of, the, and, and as I said, so cooking, I'll walk with the kids, I'll cook with the kids, um, you know, have a look at what's going on in their world. I'll, I'll plan it like a project as well, even my personal things. So, um, you know, my, my workouts are part of my uh, positive focus. So that will lead into a planner. So once I've done my positive focus for the week, the second thing I do is complete a weekly planner every Friday. And that means that I will, and that's not just business, it will be my personal goals as well. So I will write down all my habits. I will write down how many challenges I want to do in the week. So I know what that looks like. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that that sort of coincides with my gratitude and things like that that I want to do. It never looks the same every day. It might be that I might do my, um, the, my regular daily exercises in the morning. And if the, the day doesn't plan out the way I want it to do, then I'll make sure I do it in the evening. But at least I know what days... I'm doing them so I do I do have a little bit of a timetable um, that naturally feeds in from the things that are important to me because generally tasks tend to get left if they're not very important but if they if you if you know that you've connected to why it's important those are the tasks that will happen so the things that happen in my world are my two regular challenges a week I'll do my daily exercises I will have batch cooked at the weekends and so my food is all prepared um and then then I do have more time with the kids you know then it's about spending time with them being present with them and um and practicing gratitude is also incorporated in my week so one of the things I love to do is I love to just take half an hour in my day go for a coffee whether it's first thing in the morning or you know in the middle of the afternoon or just before I pick up the children from school I will take 30 minutes every day for myself just to stop just to breathe just to reflect and this is all about me getting to continuing to understand myself and get to know myself um, and it also helps me connect to my vision for my future what you know what are the financial planning goals that I have for me and my family and um, and then what needs to happen to help me get there as well but if I think the biggest thing for me is if I hadn't have worked on my health <clears throat> that would have, uh, I think that's been the biggest impact, you know, working on my health has actually 
um, radiated into so many different areas of my life. It's almost like that domino effect, isn't it? Like mm. you said, it's the one thing that once you smash it, it'll have a, a, a roll-on effect. And then all the other things aren't in tasks anymore. They naturally happen um, because they're, they're sort of on your path, on your journey to where you want to get to. It's so true. Uh, yeah. Just, I, I love that. Um, I love the way you've created, almost naturally created supporting habits for your big main habit. So you, you know, if your big main habit is moving your body daily for your health, yeah, you connect. First of all, connecting that to to your values is just so key. Why is it important? I love that. So connecting it. And I think this is really, whatever the habit is you're trying to create, maybe, you know, is it you, you want to create a habit um, of writing daily? So I was interviewing Angie on the podcast. Um, she's an author um, and mm. you know, writing daily, you know, was one of her habits. And whatever the habit is, if you can connect that to the values around it. So for her, it was creating, you know, stories for children that made them feel fantastic and, and not alone, for example, you know, that value that really spurs you on. So I, I love that one. So connecting it to something. Um, and these are great tips, guys, for you listening. If you've got one big habit you want to knock down, then what are the supportive habits that can, can help you to achieve that? So connecting it to your values and your vision, planning out what you need to do to, that, that can underpin that habit. So Neela, for you, it was batch cooking, for example. Um, yeah. I know for me, when I was trying to make working out um, or moving my body daily a habit, um, when I lived in China, it was about getting up and putting on my workout clothes the second I got out of bed. Yeah. That's not a big leaving one. in them in the cupboard just put them on straight away because it didn't really matter then when I did it but just the clothes I was wearing yeah, was reminding definitely. me that I needed to get it done so yeah. you know that is a very small thing a really small thing that can help you and I think also that review that you do that Friday review is another supportive habit but it's a habit you were already doing that then leads into your bigger habit so I think that's such a great a yeah. great um, tip for everyone is to think about the habits that you've already got in your life because let's face it our, our, our lives are full of habits our whole lives run by routine whether mm. we like it or not and most of the habits that we do we don't even realize we do them because they are habits that's why they're habits because we do them um, unconsciously uh, without thinking about them so what are the habits that you've already got in your life that support you in some way that you can tag these new habits into you know, and just to expand them in a way that will support this new big habit. And I love this idea of habit yeah. stacking. <gasps> yeah. That. Yeah. Habit no, I, I, I can't take the credit for that because that comes from James Clear in his mm. uh, Atomic Habits book. So um, it's so true, though. It, you can yeah. actually do that. You know, it's it's one of the I mean, one of the easiest habit stacking routines is flossing. Yes, you absolutely. <laughs> you know, put the floss next to the toothbrush. Absolutely. You know, you're gonna stack that habit with the toothbrush. So when you see the toothbrush, you see the floss, and you go, "Oh yeah, I'm supposed to floss before I brush my teeth at night." You know, it, yeah, it's, it's a simple, simple thing. But literally, mine is press up straight after that. <laughs> yes, there you go. I love that. So, I'm not going to start doing that, but I love it. <laughs> no, no. But it, it is that thing, isn't it? And. And your other habit of um, your daily review for yourself, it, it almost yeah. sounds like it's not connected. You would almost think it's not connected to that big habit, but it is. But it is. No, 100%. It, that reviewing how that big habit has helped you 
that then gives you the the um impetus to do it again tomorrow yeah and it gives that framework because I, I I did notice when I when I, I went to um uh, Madrid about a month and a half ago and when I came back uh it, not long after I, I did get COVID again and there was one week that I didn't do my positive focus and my weekly planner and honest to God I felt lost I felt mm. all over the place again and m- mind you with COVID you do anyway but mm. this sort of you know just escalated it and it didn't feel nice and it, and all of a sudden you feel out of control you feel um wobbly you feel oh my god you know I, I, I don't know where I'm at so and it's it's interesting because these are some of the um the processes that I'm helping my clients do I had I had one lady that I've been working with and um and she's going through a tough time she's going through a quite a challenging time where she's having a relationship breakup going through a divorce soon and one of the things that her and her husband wanted to do was to find a way through an amicable divorce that's um that's easy you know that's easy from a financial point of view but there were so many questions that she was asking herself like well how am I going to do this or how will I have to move home what what am I going to do with the children how are we going to tell them so there were so many unanswered questions and she had been made to feel that she wasn't confident enough to um, make decisions or or even say whether she wanted to stay in the house or whether she wanted to sell her house and move somewhere else so that confidence was a big piece so just by the same process having space find out what matters to to you and what's really important to to you so that's the first step that we went went through um embarking on that journey of you know, discovery and getting to know what really lit her up what spark you know created that spark and then it was about sort of understanding okay well what's the big vision well how does she want it to be you know she didn't know where she wanted to live where did she want to live what did that look like what did that feel like so we sort of went through that second stage and then it was about um okay you know that that the frustration the the real horrible feelings so what's getting in the way or you know just ironing those things out and and then it's about the you know the light the understanding the knowledge and um once she um so that's one of the things we did we did the positive focus what she had achieved because the plan was to give her confidence so Mm. what had she achieved why why did it matter to her so wealth you know creating that wealth is so important so for her to feel empowered with that so um and then all the tasks that she was doing started naturally falling in alignment with that and then she you know as I said, we'd just finished working. I said, well, how do you feel now? And she goes, wow, I can now have a conversation with my solicitor and I can actually, I understand it all. I get it. I understand how I'm going to navigate my divorce and what are the tools that I'm going to need and what, what's the money I'm going to need to help me get there. But the, the thing that in the middle, it wasn't all, it wasn't about the money. It wasn't about the financial advice. It was about the, the, the setting up a system and a structure that would help her you know, just have that confidence to be able to have that conversation. And that's mm. what the six pack revolution did for me. And, yeah. and, uh, and, and it all connects as long as we have, we all, I think, even without realizing it, we, as you said, we do need a framework, we need something to work within, but we want to be able to have the freedom to pick and choose what we put in that. Yeah, and I that, think it's so true. And, and I, and I love that, that the, the freedom to decide what habits 
work for you because not everyone's going to be the same no, you know no. um you know some people will look at the eight habits that that I have and and that I've practiced for years now and will say god eight habits that's I can't cope with that it's too much you know that's too much I just let me just I just want one one is fine like one habit well is great you know if that habit serves you whether it's gratitude or moving your body or just being become aware of your thoughts or setting yourself goals and realistic plans or if it's even if it's just smiling more than you have ever done before to give yourself that little boost you know whatever it is the habit that works for you you know invest in that invest in yourself and create that habit for yourself because our lives as I said before you know our lives are full of habits and most of the habits that we have don't serve us you know most of the habits that we have are are unconscious and and unfortunately you know I know this myself and you spoke about COVID for me yeah COVID COVID was Mm. definitely such a terrible time for so many people and 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 I think for, for me, uh, having that COVID moment coincide with with entering perimenopause just for myself, oh. you know, yeah. <laughs> the double add whammy that of that. <laughs> yeah, add that into the mix. And and I was back, you know, like you say, I was back not doing those habits. It, it took me away from 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 my 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 structure, my framework, yeah. if you like. And I stopped doing a lot of them. And I and I realized I had to come, I had to take myself back to the fundamentals. And I think our habits are that fundamental structure, like you say, yeah. whatever they are for us, that fundamental structure that that serves us, even if it's a very small thing, you know, even if it's you realize that you you need to sleep better because that's yeah. the pin that you need to knock over. I need more sleep then that has got to be the habit that you work on and like work on one habit at a time. And for me, I realized I had to double down on my habits because they'd worked for me before. So I knew they would work if I just concentrated and focused on them again. Mm. It it does take time. It is about consistency, isn't it? And it is about making sure you've got a way to, to use habit strategy to structure them into your existing routine. So I, I love that you managed you managed to do that. And also yeah. that you do that for your clients is fantastic. Neela, it's been such a pleasure. <laughs> I could chat to you for hours and hours and hours, <laughs> as you know. And um, it's been such a pleasure and a privilege having you on the show. Just to finish off, um, are there any like one or two tips? You know, what would be the big thing that you would say to anyone um listening who wants to create the habit of moving their body daily I'm sure so many people would love to create that that habit in their lives you know what's one tip um that that you would give them to 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 kind of kickstart that habit um I think it's just well the first tip is just to find 10 or 15 minutes to yourself and just um be still and just listen to what you need um I think you need to do that regardless um, because you can't just pick a habit and think, right, I'm going to do that. You just need to really connect with it, connect with what you need and just just listen. There'll be quietness. Um, Whatever comes up, whether it is I just want to go for a walk, I want to smile more, I want to listen to more music, I want to dance more, whatever that is, just tune into that. And nine times out of ten, it's something that you used to do a lot of, you know, when you were younger. And I know for me, dancing and music was very much part of that. So if I went for a walk, I just made sure that I had my AirPods in and created a playlist that I wanted to listen to. So it doesn't have to be massive, but it just needs to move you forward. And when you do it, you think, ah, I enjoyed that. I love that. I'm going to do it again. 
Uh, so when am I going to do it? So yeah, just I think it's about connecting, connecting to what you really want, listening to what you need, and then um, and then just just doing it, just one thing at a time, just very small. I love that one that one thing at a time. Don't don't overcommit, isn't it? It's like don't no. overcommit. Don't say I'm going to do this forevermore. No, I'm just going to do it today and let's see yeah. how that feels. And then if it feels good, I'll do it tomorrow. I love that. Neela, thank you so much for coming thank on the show Michelle. today. How can people connect with you? Because I know people listening are going to want to find you. So where are all the places that we can we can connect with you? Okay, so I'm on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and you'll find me under Prosperity Life Planning or Neela Mystery. And my website is prosperitylifeplanning.co.uk. Um, and, um, and they've all got access to my email address. So um, they can contact me through there as well. Amazing. Thank you Thank so you. much again, lovely. It's been a real pleasure. And uh, I'll speak to you really soon. Brilliant. Thank you, Michelle. It's been amazing. Thank you. So there you have it, my interview with Neela Mystery. And as I mentioned earlier, you'll find all the links to connect with Neela in the show notes at michellereevesrights.com forward slash podcast. And hey, if you did like this episode, please head over to iTunes and leave me a comment and review or share it on social media. It really does help others to find the show. And do feel free to connect with me at michellereevesrights on Instagram too. Let me know what you learned from this episode so we can continue the conversation. Okay, that's it for me today. I'll see you next time. Bye for now.